You know, downtown Lee Summit is the heart of the city. This is where businesses are born. Julia Hampton, CPA PC, and her team are redefining business ethics, practices, and customer service. From individual tax preparation to corporate and payroll taxes, partnerships and trusts, payroll and bookkeeping services, consulting, back taxes, and clearing up IRS issues, Julia Hampton and her team have the skills and expertise to be your partner in business. Let them show you what 16 years in business and a personal touch can do for your bottom line. Contact Julia today at julia at hamptoncpa.net. I know this is going to sound stupid, especially coming from someone who never plans, but have at least somewhat of an idea what you're doing if you want it to be coherent. One of the first things that Mr. Hill taught us when we got here was no idea that you have is stupid. That any idea you got, you know, just keep thinking, keep thinking. And so I've learned now um, even that uh, I'm still having ideas and stuff whenever I've already written a script and everything like that. And I think every day you just have to work on it. Every day, no matter how much time you have, because it adds up at the end. Making something you hate is a lot better than making nothing at all. Because then you'll go, this sucks, you need to delete it, and you learn something. This is Sean Harrell, Nate Thurman, Michael Deskovic, and Jake Hilbert. John Harrell, Nate Thurman, Michael Deskovic, and Jake Hilger, thanks for joining me today. We are sitting in the awesome new Missouri Innovation Campus building. Um, this place is amazing. You have about 25 times the amount of equipment, equipment that I own, and so we're using yours because it's better and you guys have more skills. <laughs> and sitting in a whole other room, this is fascinating to me because I carry my equipment in one bag. Sitting in a whole other room is another student, Marcus, running the soundboard, so this is the most professional I've ever been. Wave, Marcus. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we don't have video, operation. but he just waved. <laughs> I stumbled across all of your names just flipping through social media, and I saw that there was an Imagine film contest put on by Olathe Northwest High School, and you were all award winners. So I thought, let's sit down and let's talk a little bit about storytelling and award-winning, award-winning films that you guys have made. Um, I'm going to start with you, Jake. Yes. <laughs> I wrote these in the wrong order. So you know, it happens. It happens. You produced a music video. And I did, I, yes. I'm going to assume you also wrote the song. Yes. And you performed in it. You directed, so you took all the roles. Mm-hmm. Um, was that just because you're greedy? Well, that's probably what Harold would say. Um, control freak? No. Control freak? No. What, what are you talking about? Uh, I just... I wanted to do something and have the entire thing done myself because I am a little perfectionist. Mm. I, I, I look back on that, the thing that I submitted, and it's not perfect, but at the time it was the best I could do. So I, I like being able to do everything to my own standard, basically. I will say as a, as a former um, designer, print designer, and, and, and now a wannabe podcaster, it's hard to look at your work especially several months or a year later, because then, man, uh, but I know now I can do better. I mean, are, are you, is that what you're right. seeing now? Right, well, and because this class is so, we're learning so much every single day, it was literally like the week after I was like, okay, well, I, I could have fixed half of the things that I did wrong in there, but I didn't know that the week before that I did them wrong. 
Well, let's talk a little bit about that, and, 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 and everyone else, feel free to chip in here. What, what is this digital media class? What are, what are you doing every day? I mean, do you get to just come in every day, turn on the iMac, and start making stuff? That's what we're doing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. We're doing the, it's, the first part of the school year was more learning how to make stuff, because a lot of us came in with either a lot of knowledge in the music production side of things, which was me, or a lot of knowledge in the film production side of things, but not the other side, or I didn't know how to use a camera at all. So we have to learn all those things, and then once second semester rolls around, then we can start just flipping on the IMAX and going. So Jake, you did a music vid video. Michael, you did a 3D animation. And Nate, you had a sh just a short film. Uh, a short film, yeah. Which um, was awesome, by the way. Oh, uh, thank you. And then Sean, you are the, the overlord teacher. Yeah, and I'm here in place mostly because Gabby is not here. Uh, Gabriella Salinas uh, actually won the documentary category. Uh, she's in the afternoon class, so she's unable to make it here this morning. And I did want to pick her brain about that documentary. Mm -hmm. That's, that was very interesting to me. Um, I've toyed for years in the back of my head about some kind of thing about parenthood and about mm -hmm. fatherhood and stories. Um, so I, I kind of had a little connection there, and I wanted to, I wanted to hear more. But maybe some other time, yeah. we'll, we'll grab her. Um, Michael, yeah, you're you're kind of a little different field. You don't have to find talent. Yeah. You get to just make yours. Uh, well, how it how it is mostly is it's less that I make talent and more I just throw things at a wall until it sticks. That's well, basically my production style. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how did you have you been playing with with animation for a while? Was this was this something you discovered in class, or something you something took I've been doing class? forever? Like, um, I took this class because I do like the other fields of digital media, but I've been doing animation since ten like ten years ago when I was nine years old. It's yeah. been a while. Well, tell me a little bit about your about your animated film. What you what you created? Um, well, it was made, and I think like under a week total so that was eight or ten hours of class time six of that which was rendering so i was originally going to create an animation of like a black hole swallowing a star which is why it was called accretion since that's what um well the it's a term used for debris flying around a black hole but i soon found out that doing the shader for um, the black hole was not working and I wasn't happy with it so I just scrapped the idea and tried to do something with ink and paint using uh, this feature I found within Blender to try to make something out of it and that came out of it. Michael's a good example of a student that has a certain skill set and then brings that to this class so we don't teach anything that has to do with animation. No. Maybe someday Summitech will have that but we teach the audio and video. Yes. And so we're talking about lighting and shot composition. And so those are things he can apply to animation. But he also gets to explore those in the, in the, you know, in the gaps of what we're teaching here yes. in class. And this class has gotten me into filmography. And I blame them for yeah, making actually, me spend yeah, money a on a camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I relate to you. you know, yeah. I went, when I went to college, I had delusions of grandeur. I was going to go to film school, so I went down to a, to a broadcast program and TV, and, and I met newspaper people, and they sunk their teeth into me, and I ruined my whole career meeting people like Janice Phelan over there. <laughs> Janice is the school district overlord, always making sure I don't do anything bad. So, and I just always try to make her talk. She won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about the classes that you guys 
are taking here. It sounds like there's a lot of you kind of get to create what the program is going to be for you. Yeah. A lot, yeah. It's kind of just you're – there's, like, guidelines because it is an academy. We do go to school here. We go here half the day. But, I mean, as far as what you want to do with it, it's up to you. I mean, your creativity is, is we there. All, we get all the tools that we need to make whatever we want, basically. Yeah. Our Mac, our Macs are our canvases, and we paint them. Is that by design, design. Sean? Yeah, over the 13 years that I've been teaching this, um, you know, I feel like when you put the students in charge of their own creativity, in charge of the outcomes of their learning, that you get a better result. And a lot of students are mature enough to definitely handle that, and some of them, you know, maybe grow over the year. And then some of them, maybe it's a, it's a light bulb that switches on a little later than the rest of us. But that's kind of the idea is that there's, there's a structure to it and there's definitely information and there's tests and quizzes that, that you see in normal school. But then there's this whole aspect where they're really in charge of things. And I'm more of a, of a boss or a assistant or a mentor, someone that can jump in, help get through a problem, that kind of thing. Michael, you brought something up, and I'm, and I'm curious about this for, for all three of you. The finished product of the, of the films you submitted, how close were they to your original, your original vision? Did you, did you change a lot? Is it close? I didn't have a vision. The idea I described at first was like <laughs> 10 minutes of thinking, and then I'm like, no, it's not going to work. Like, I, I don't have visions. <laughs> I have on the spot, maybe this will work, and then I make it. Okay, that kind of talent makes me very jealous, and I've decided I don't like you. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, Great. my first um, the the film I submitted, I had, I've already I had already done it, and so I had actually had to reshoot some stuff, and so uh, what I submitted to the film festival was me my my reshot stuff. Wasn't that um? Didn't you finish it for the December project? Uh, first semester, some, somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did the same thing. I I did it at semester, and then. When was the, the due date for Imagine? March. Yeah, March. So then three months later, I had a lot more. Well, I had the idea at semester when I did the, did the project the first time, and I was like, this is what I want it to look like. And then I did it, and it just didn't really look that good. I messed up on all the lighting, and the shot composition was just off. And then by March, I had two and a half more months of learning, and so I could make it better. I mean... The thing about a festival like this, too, is, is a lot of schools, I, I can't speak for other schools necessarily, but I feel like a lot of them might have, have worked on this a little bit longer than we did, because really these guys did some revamping of some previous projects. Um, Gabby started her project. We, we really only spent two weeks, you know, kind of doing this, and it was kind of slotted in. I mean, there was other stuff on their plate at the same time, which is kind of the nature of what we're doing here. So the, the fact that they, they went in and the, it was a revision, it was a revision, and then when the deadline came for both Nate and Jake, you know, they submitted what they had at that point. And like Jake talked about earlier, there's some definite modifications that he might continue to make, and, and Nate feels the same way, I'm sure. I'm not a very good example of how well we can plan since there was, when there was two weeks left, Harold was like, okay, you should probably start working on your uh, Imagine project. And I was like, for the first week, I was like, I'm not gonna do that, and then like, and then like there was a week left, and I'm like, I have to do this to graduate because like you know you need an outside project that you submit required. And I'm like, I'll do something, <laughs> and then that happened. So how frustrated were you, the teacher, during that? Oh, I I've been there before, so I've seen the I've seen the workflows come and go, 
And uh, that's actually one of the things I'm a, I used to be halftime as a band director, which is, you know, you count to four and everybody starts together and everybody stops together. And then this is a whole different thing and people work at different speeds yeah. and Michael works a lot at home. So you really do have to kind of trust that students will, um, will get the job done or that they'll experience what it feels like to not get the job yeah. done, which is kind of part of the learning process as well. Working to your passion is... We, if you don't want to work on something, you'll fail the grade, yeah, but it's honestly a lot easier than forcing yourself to do it. It's a very different creative process than, than a band. Mm -hmm. Very different. Well, you, you just talked about, about passion there, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come over to you, Nate, because you haven't talked as much yet, so I want to make sure. Is, is, this, is this your passion? Is this the area you want to stay absolutely, in? Absolutely, absolutely. So what, tell me what was, where, what was your starting point? What was kind of your, your initial inspiration for this, for this video? And then after you tell me that, then let's get into what, what the film was. For this um, film, I, I started out, you know, just thinking about, like, what's going around in the news, what's going around with us as people. Um, kind of just like, what, what are we doing as people, citizens in this country right now? And, you know, there's some stuff going on, you know, all right, all, everything's really extreme. So I said... What if I took all that, those extreme views and kind of chopped them down into one simple thing? And so I had this guy who had some trauma happen in his life. And, you know, when trauma happens in somebody's life, they, they try to find things to cope with, hobbies, stuff like that. And so I show those hobbies to, you know, that help them get over it, to help them overcome stuff. Instead of those extremist views that we see in our today's society, I try to think of a more like individual version of that and I I make it like a positive view what did you start with did you start and did you start with writing the the piece because I, yeah. I think what stood out to me uh, um, about your film was it wasn't just great visual but the the writing was really interesting and spot-on as well so wh what did you start with uh, it started off with um, I, I did end up writing first. You, I think it's very important to just, you know, if you can visualize it on a page, you can visualize it on, on, on screen. So I, you know, I went through some thinking processes. How does this guy act? How did this guy react? A lot of inside stuff. And so I work from the inside out. And so my fingers do the rest and they, uh, they type up the script. This episode of Community Voices is brought to you by Stewie McBrews, where you're always reminded to never eat more than you can lift. Except wings, burgers, tacos. <laughs> and your film was essentially a monologue with, with, with the, the, the visuals with it. So if you want to tell everyone else about it, how, can you give us kind of your, your description of the film? Yeah, um, uh, so I'll spoil a little bit of it. Um, so this guy, um, it you don't really catch it. It's kind of it's very um, symbolic. Uh, you have to like really pinpoint out stuff in the film. Um, so this guy, he loses his father. Um, he's a veteran. He he lost his father in the war. Um, so there's shots of American flags uh, throughout the film, and so. The beginning of it is him find like he kind of gets told the news, and so he he takes a little walk down by a lake, and there's this cool shot of me you know running and there's like like sunlight hitting off my face off the water everything it's it's a good shot, and so the kid gets back home, he 
you know, what, what would you do if you found out? So, you know, for, for the first emotion that we've experienced as people is sadness. Anger is a second emotion. And so when, once that kicked in for this character, he, there's a punching bag in his basement. And what do you do when you're mad and you see a punching bag, you hit the thing. So I had this, I had this idea where, you know, he just kind of lays out on the bag. And from that, that one experience, that little, because when you punch something, it instantly makes you feel better. Honestly, no one likes to be punched, but, you know, I'm just, it's just a bag. It's catharsis. Yeah, and so he hits it, you know, you feel a little bit better, but he still has the overwhelming sadness in him that, you know, his dad is gone. But there was still that feeling in the moment of this made me feel better for a second. It doesn't have to be for a long time. It's just those little things that help me get up and make me through the day. I would say that, that the, the, through the entire piece, it's, it's, that's, that's the analogy. Yeah. It's, 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 it's somebody punching his way through the grief process. So little things, yeah. And then you sum it up at the end. Can, mm -hmm. do, you, can, do you remember that line you used? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, something about... Because um, in the end, it's your legacy, and that's what you're going to be remembered for. How personal of a line was that for you? I mean, I just know so many great people that I look up to. Mainly, they're they're elder, but you know, they're still great. They're old, the older people, sure. But I mean, you know what they've been through, and you know what they can share with us. I I really appreciate what we don't give enough credit to old people in this country. I don't think, and so I I just really appreciate that. And along with the little things uh, that correlates with the character, with the story, correlates with boxing. You know, you don't need to go big haymakers all the time. Little jabs here and there will get the job done. I mean, Ali showed us that and other stuff, but yeah, I, that's kind of the message I want to share. Well, and I think for our generation, you just summed up all the Rocky movies, too. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There is a Rocky picture I, in I the did, film, I too. I did catch that. <laughs> um, Jake, let's go over to you a little bit and talk about how did you start? Was Obviously, you've got a music background, too. I think that's, yes. that's pretty obvious. Did you start with, with the song? Or did you have... Did you kind of have a picture and you wrote a song and made the film to go all with it? I think I started with the song. Um, I'm in a band, so usually I'm writing with somebody else. And this one was obviously I wanted to do everything myself. So I sat down on a Saturday and I was like, okay, I have to write the entire song right now or else I'm not going to get it done because that's what happens with me as I start something and I don't finish it. So I wrote the entire song lyric-wise and the chord structure and then... Uh, as Mr. Harrell always says, the magic is in the rewrite. So I, I revised he's, it. He's not wrong. He isn't. <laughs> I kept revising the song, and then um, I just sort of, you know, shot a video off of that and made a shot list first, obviously. Yeah. You you said that that you did this at the end of the semester, then you came back and you reshot a lot. Was it still? Did you still come close to your original vision, or did you did you change things as you went as you redid it? I would say it was pretty close to what I expected to get out of it, at least the second time around. The first time around, not even, not even close. But the second time, I, I actually recorded the drums live instead of using MIDI drums and retook probably like three quarters of the video shot-wise. So. Um, 
you've heard you've heard your students now talk about their visions and their revisions. So so Sean, tell me what what's kind of your reaction now as the teacher, and you look at the work that they've done. Well, the thing that impressed me most about about the the films in particular was the the kind of tenacity to stick with the idea because that's really what it takes. It's it, it, you know anyone can can make a film, but to have the ability to kind of keep going back and fixing mistakes. Um, you know, I've told them before, if I have a, a five minute film that I have to do, I could spend, you know, half a semester on it. And a lot of times they, they don't maybe have the depth. So that's what these guys took the depth of it. And uh, of course, Michael's technical ability on the 3D animation is really, is really something to note as well, because that's all kind of self-guided. So like when he leaves here and he's going to hopefully take the skills that he learned here, then uh, combine those and get into animation and, and just kind of sky's the limit in I'm, that regard. I'm planning on doing something more story-driven soon. It's just that I need to finish it. Yeah. Well, how is that for you as a teacher? Because you've got, you've got a student that comes in to your class, but you obviously are going to have to yeah. adapt a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Because he doesn't, he doesn't like all the There's, other stuff you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do. I just I find animation a lot more fun to just mess with. And I still get my other stuff done. Just yeah. one, There's one project we do where they write music for a movie trailer. And Michael oh. sin, submits it and kind of sells itself short a little bit. Like, oh, this is not my thing. I'm like, sounds great. You know, it sounds fine. So, um, you know, definitely taking the software that we use in that regard. I mean, he's using a music program and he's... And he's building loops, whereas Jake's going to write the music from scratch. Uh, Michael's going to kind of create it out of out of bits and pieces that already exist in the software. Um, so that definitely, we have a few students per year, I would say, that are that are really into to different things that are kind of on the peripheral of what we teach here, and definitely kind of letting them have that that ability to dig into that within the structure of all the things we we do as well. Because Michael does get it done. Ultimately, you can work back into other stuff. Mm -hmm. Have you had to adapt and change the way you teach because of, of, of students like that? I think so, yeah. It's definitely an evolution because initially, you know, like I said, coming from the band world, everything starts and stops together. Um, so you do have to kind of have a little bit more um, trust in the process a lot of times. Well, tell me, are you guys proud of the, of the films, of the work? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm proud that I did it. I'm proud that, you know... I you know I submitted something and it got nominated at least I, I'm proud that I did that that work. Nobody likes to look at their their own work. Yeah, but I, mean, I think I think most of us can, <laughs> can agree with that, or at least it's hard. Um, do you look? At, you know, when I when I ask, are you proud of it? Do you look at it now and think job well done? No. No, no, no. Definitely not. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think that's like, a symbol of, of where they are as uh, as creatives too, because you know you're always going to look back at the things you've done before and know that you can do better. Um, and that's kind of uh, I also use the expression uh, in addition to the magic is in the rewrite is kind of flip flop the old quali uh, quantity over quality um, is the way I flip it around so that they're you know the idea is you're going to keep making stuff and then you know the quality will come over time as it develops. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if I hadn't done that first shot in December and learned that I did not do the lighting right after I got back and looked at it on the Mac, then I wouldn't have gotten to where I was in the second one. But like Nate said, I'm proud that I put something in there and that it got nominated. And like maybe there's like two shots in there that I really like, but of the whole, the entire project itself, looking at it now, no. <laughs> well, I would say, I would say, your, your teacher is, is right there in that you just keep 
making stuff, keep yeah. building things, mm -hmm. and 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 steal ideas from other people. You know? <laughs> I, I, Watch I, as much other work as you can. Right. And and, and look, I always tell people I made my career R and D, Robin duplicate. So there's nothing absolutely wrong with with taking other people's ideas and making them your own. Don't do what I, don't do what I do and make like a an hour and a half project is like your first big project because you will just die. Oh no! Yeah, it's kind of like riding a bike here for us. Like the way we learn and how we like we expect stuff out of ourselves. You know, you don't really do so well starting off, but you know, once you get better, you know, you're you every daily, you know, you're getting better, and then maybe you want to do a marathon. Who well, knows? Well, we we literally started with like a three line video. Yeah. Like three. What was it? Three shots. Three yeah. different angles. Yeah. Three different yeah. angles. Three different lines, and it's yeah. like fifteen seconds. No, the first video we I remember doing was the the traffic, Not the traffic oh, yeah. in the parking. Too, yeah. Um, There's been a lot. If you, but if you it was it. it was a lot of really small stuff, like two or three days, fifteen <laughs> seconds. Video. Now, you are all graduating this year. You are yeah. all, yep. all seniors. Getting out of here. So how how many years have you been in this program, this class? Just one. Just yeah. one I, I, was, I came to Summit Tech last year oh, for networking. Yeah, Both these guys have been here. Networking, before. which between um, everyone here, I hated. <laughs> <laughs> um, these are microphones that are recording, so it's yeah. not between yeah. everyone yeah. here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of overlooked that part. <laughs> but if you're into it. Well, if you're into when it. When you're a creative and when you're a creative person. Well, there's a lot of what we do too that's that's not super creative and there's the side yeah. of like coding or, or networking that, that things have to go in a certain order. Yeah. And there's a creativity that Michael can get when he when he manipulates some parameters in animation. I've I've, I've done some coding before though. Yeah. I just don't do it often anymore. Yeah. But well, I think they found their home here in the yeah. in the creative side. I want to. I, I would be remiss if we didn't take a second. So, Sean, I'm going to ask you to tell us a little bit about Gabby's film, since she couldn't make it here today. Yeah, Gabby is the one whose whose film also uh, really started with the Imagine Festival in mind. Uh, Jake mentioned before, and, and some of the, or Michael mentioned that one of our requirements is we do have to submit something to an outside source of some sort, and I'll I'll help line that up or festivals like this. So, Gabby really started with the festival and decided over the first couple of days that she wanted to interview her mom. Um, and so she brought her mom in here and interviewed her over the course of a couple of days, you know, came, to, came up with her questions, came up with the storyline that she wanted to put together, um, took, took a laptop. And that's the other thing is that the time it takes to really do that, they need to spend some time outside of class. So she took a laptop home, had some problems with it, came back, we fixed the problems, took the laptop again, and so did a lot of work kind of cutting it together because it seems kind of simple on the surface, an interview with her mother covered with some footage and pictures and kind of telling the story of, of how her mom and dad got together, uh, had, had their, the family and everything. And so that, that was kind of her project and it really was kind of contained to that week and a half right in there leading up to the Imagine Festival deadline. So um, her project definitely was a story. Um, there were problems with it because we had to solve them and just like these other guys, I'm sure she would be here and be able to tell you that some of the things that she wished she could have done better or some of the, she wished she could have got some footage to cover this particular section or photos and that kind of thing. So um, that, was, that was her. She did win the documentary category as well, which is really cool. You guys have brought this up a few times uh, and more than one of you have said it. How much of the work are you doing outside of class? Well, 
Currently, um, we're doing our, you know, we're capping off, we're submitting our last final, uh, if you would. And, you know, I, for me, I've been, for about past three weeks, I've just been writing my, my stuff, finishing it, getting crew stuff ready, and I'm about ready to shoot this week, so. What did you learn most? If you you know when when you do look at these these projects that you submitted, what what did you really learn? What's your what's your takeaway? I know this is gonna sound stupid, especially coming from someone who never plans, but have at least somewhat of an idea what you're doing if you want it to be coherent. Like for my capstone, I actually put I actually shot like a month and a half ahead, and. Um, actually did a, not a script, it wasn't a script, but a, a shot list at the least, which I usually don't do. I usually just go in and go, well, whatever comes out of this, cool. Like, I, I work very progressively. Some of my earlier projects that I did before Cementech even were like, okay, we'll do shot one. Uh, what's shot two going to be? I don't know, maybe it's this. And I just do that for like 50 shots, and then by the end it's just like... One of the first things that Mr. Harrell taught us when we got here was no idea that you have is stupid. That any idea you got, you know, just keep thinking, keep thinking. And so I've learned now um, even that uh, I'm still having ideas and stuff whenever I've already written a script and everything like that. And I think every day you just have to work on it. Every day, no matter how much time you have, because it adds up at the end. Making something you hate is a lot better than making nothing at all. Because then you'll go, this sucks, and you delete it, and you learn something. Stephen King says a lot of things in his, when he tried to write a book called On Writing, uh -huh. about the system saying, just, just write, just do yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Jake, Jake, what did you take away? Probably that I don't know if I'm ever going to be completely 100% satisfied with any, any film that I do. Not because I don't think it's good. Well, that one wasn't good, but <laughs> but because there's always something that you can do to to make it better, even if you can't see that when you're doing it. But yeah, like especially with technology, maybe in five years it'll be easier to do something uh, yeah. you had a really hard time doing. Well, what's next for all of you after after graduation? Um, have you decided? Yes, yes, I have. I have. I don't want me to like pat myself on the back or anything because I'm really lucky this happened to me. But I, I auditioned for a school out in you know California for acting. I got in. So Good job, Nate. That'll thank you, Jake. Well, congratulations. That's great. You should pat yourself on the back. And then, um, yeah, from there, you know, maybe some film stuff is in my eyes. Just yeah, so writing in there. He's particularly fond of uh, acting as well. So we didn't even get a chance to touch on that. But uh, we'll be looking for him on the other side of the camera. And we've had students who have done that before. Um, taking these skills and kind of understand the whole process and then when they're on the other side of things they 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 can kind of capitalize on that Michael but Michael I'm hoping to talk to I'm hoping to talk to some other animation studios in the, within the area because there's one near Lee Summit um, to see if they would be up for having someone who well, it doesn't have any, you know, sec post-secondary education, but has experience yeah. specifically. Trying to get right into the industry, internships, yeah. apprenticeships. But I'm sort of apprehensive to talk to them about something until I actually have something good done. <laughs> well, I would say you've you've at least got the first part of your portfolio set. Well, <laughs> I, like an actual part of it, like something, a, a good, solid project, which I need to do. <laughs> I think you're proud of you. Jake? Um, I'm going to UMKC. I think I'm going to major in environmental science, but I'm also 
uh, looking to buy a DSLR this summer because not even like during the Im Imagine Festival or shooting any of that, but literally like the last three weeks, I've been like, oh wait, I am really enjoying like thinking about all these shot types that I'm going to do film wise. I came in here like completely on the audio side, nothing video. Um, and then I'm also going to take the four audio engineering classes at UMKC and hopefully get an internship at a studio around here. Oh, awesome. Well, Sean, Nate, Michael, Jake, mm -hmm. and Marcus back in the other room. Thanks, Thanks Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> yeah, Marcus Clay, thank you. Thanks, uh, guys. I appreciate you. And I'll just go around. They're also all from different schools, too. Yeah. So oh, yeah. we'll go around and say where you're from. Shout out to your, your home schools as well. Shout out Raymer Peculiar High School. Shout out Raymore. Yeah. <laughs> Grandview. And Michael's from Grandview. Uh, he's Summit West. And Marcus is from Raytown. So that's kind of one of the other cool things about this class, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I am constantly amazed with all the new things I keep learning about what's happening with Summit Tech Academy. So thanks again, guys. Congratulations on the film Thank festival you. and your works. And we hope to hear more from you. Mm -hmm. Everybody's getting ready to go outside, time to grill, time to sit around the patio, so... Outside time! Outside time! Get your outdoor living spaces ready to go. Here's my suggestion. Go see my friends at Bunch of Blinds. Your outdoor living space, if it's even remotely enclosed, can be enhanced with exterior shades. You can get them in all kinds of colors. You can get them like really opaque or really sheer to we can see through them or not to go through that whole process. I like things that have remote controls. That'd be cool. I'm all for that. More remote controls. So we have that on there. Can I do that for my phone? Yes. That's the next step. I want the shades to go up and down using my I want my, I want my budget blind shades app. That's what I want there. So now through the month of April, you can get 25% off signature series exterior shades at Budget Blinds. You want to call them, you want to tell them you want those exterior shades, and you want to tell them that Nick and Jason sent you there. Go see them right on Main Street, downtown Leeds Summit. You have been listening to Community Voices, a weekly podcast celebrating the individuals who make our community. Catch the show each Monday at linktoleesummit.com or subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. Do you have an interesting story? Does your neighbor, teacher, classmate, or friend? Let us know about it. Connect with us at linktoleesummit.com or through Facebook or Instagram at linktoleesummit.com.